All right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of our weekly Wednesday uh, a show where I have the fortunate opportunity to be able to interview some of the top agents all across the country. So today, I'm delighted to have Susan Fastbinder with us. Uh, she's actually out in the Cape Coral, Florida market. Is it? That's correct, right? Yes, yeah, Southwest Florida. Southwest yeah. Florida. Perfect. So I'd love to learn like as well, like what that encompasses. Because sure. um, I'm just looking at on a map itself. It, it looks like it could be quite quite large as well. So mm -hmm. love to see kind of where you focus. But you know, before we jump into it, the general format of these shows is that we get to learn a lot about the local market, especially from top producers, but also how the individual agent or they have, may have a team, how they grow their business from years ago to and how they're shifting their business given the environment today. So we're very lucky to have Susan join with uh, join us. And so let's get started. Susan, welcome to the show and thanks for attending. Can you share us a little bit of your background, like how long you've been in the business and actually what you did prior to real estate? Okay, and uh, let's see, I've been in real estate for just over eight years. Prior to that, uh, you know, when I graduated, after graduating from college, I owned a uh, travel agency, sold that business, then, uh, you know, got into, I worked for a New York designer for many years, uh, you know, high-end trade shows uh, that we were doing, and then sold that business, and then I had a spa, sold that, and then, uh, you know, after a few years of uh, kind of staying home with her girls, my daughters, I decided, uh, you know, I want, I've always been passionate about real estate, so I really got involved in real estate, that's how I started, and, uh, you know, because a lot of my friends were always asking me for advice and because I've always kind of looked into values and track trackings and things like that. Wonderful. And um, in terms of that journey, like, did you join a team when you got started? Did you just join mm -hmm. on your own? And, and what what led to real estate as because you did a lot of businesses? What kind of interest you that one versus mortgage or insurance and these other ones too? Well, I prefer, I like residential real estate. You know, I like uh, looking at homes personally. I mean, so it's just a personal thing. Uh, but, you know, residential is more of my passion because you help change people's lives, correct? Mm -hmm. and, uh, so one of the things that, uh, you know, drew me to that was, you know, being able to help uh, some first-time buyers as well as some people retiring or move-up buyers. So it was just, a, it's never dull. That's what I like about it. I mean, every single day is different. And so, it's happened, right? Absolutely. And so tell us about that journey. So you got the license, you started working eight years ago. Was right. it, was it as, was it always in the same area? Um, yes, it was always in the same area uh, and uh, Southwest Florida, which is, you know, basically go Southwest Florida is basically from uh, Port Charlotte, Venice area, all the way down to Marco Island. So on the, on the golf course of, uh, you know, the golf coast of Florida. So you've got, uh, you know, the Gulf of Mexico was right there. So I personally lived in uh, and live in uh, Cape Coral and, uh -huh. uh, you know, service the whole area. So, but most of my transaction, I specialize on Gulf access properties, waterfront properties. So that's uh, my big passion. Interesting. And why kind of that specific niche per se? Yeah. How did, you, how did it become that specific niche? Well, I live on waterfront property, Gulf access properties. So it's uh, kind of easy. So Cape Coral was a, you know, has over 400 miles of canals, which, uh, you know, it's almost like Venice, right? Uh, wow. But 100 of those miles are golf access properties. Then uh, the other 300 miles are freshwater. So 
So basically, if you want to go boating, not, but not all golf access properties are equal because some of them, you know, are behind, you have to go through several bridges or anything like that. So you're kind of limited by what kind of boat you can have. But, you know, the direct riverfront, golf front properties are just amazing. That is interesting. And so I presume the area is man-made to be able to do this? Yes. Right? It was, like, uh, yeah, it was the, the dredge for canals, yes. Like how long do you do you recall like the history? It like was in the fifties. This was done 50s. in the fifties. And any idea like the mindset of that is like I'm looking on the map. It's like it's so crazy looking at it. Right, <laughs> and there's a whole history behind it. I mean, yeah. the brothers uh, started Cape Coral, and the, you know, and then they used to fly. People used to fly down here, and they used to go around and uh, you know by by plane, and they used to show them lots that were available, and people would drop like sandbox uh, you know like a sandbag on the lot that they wanted oh my goodness i'm looking on the map I've, I've actually have not seen anything like this is probably from what you know as well like this is only this area too like you go a little bit further out it's nothing like this right no we're so unique we're kind of on our own little peninsula so we're right, right the bridge from uh, fort myers right got it and, and then, fort you know yeah, then we've got access to, so Cape Coral, you've got kind of this little peninsula. So, uh, you know, if you're looking from uh, the south, looking north to the right of us, uh, to the east, you've got Fort Myers. And then to the west, you've got, you know, Sanibel, Captiva. You've got also uh, St. James City, Pine Island, and all those little islands. Excellent. And can you share um, from an average perspective, what is the price point? in the area that you're describing? I mean, it's all well, waterfront. Yeah. Waterfront, you're looking at, uh, depending on, you know, fresh water, salt water, but you oh. can get something waterfront for around 300 up to probably $10 million. What's the difference between the 10 million? Is it not, it's not the same community, I presume, right? It's, no, it's not the same community. It's not okay. the same water. It's, uh, you know, I mean, you're looking, uh, you know, you're looking mansions at that point in time. Interesting. Okay, cool. No, I mean, it's very interesting to see. I think I would encourage everybody that is not familiar with Cape Coral, uh, just pull it up on the Google map. You'll see right. it once you zoom in. It's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is, yeah. it is very interesting uh, as you look at it. So, but uh, so I kind of sidetracked there, but as I was looking at the map itself, I've never seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so, so the journey eight years ago, like, did you get a fast start? Um, you know, how was progress? Did you, was oh, well, there any, you know, yeah. so uh, I joined this small company and, uh, you know, just basically, you know, you get your license in Florida is only 63 hours, right? So you're basically, once you graduate, you're armed and dangerous because you have no clue. You've never seen a contract or anything like that. And my broker at that point in time was not the most helpful. So it was just, so I did some additional education, got the, my GRI and some of her, educational things I could find out about uh, real estate and uh, stayed with that company for about a year, uh, did sell uh, some homes. I had about five, six transactions. And uh, after that transition to Century 21, and I was with them for just over five years. And now I've been with the EXP for just over two years where I'm an icon agent. Very nice. And so how did you grow your team or, or did you grow a team over the years? And what, what was the turning point if, if it was? Well, I started, you know, just growing. So it's basically getting into the, the way of business. So what actually the game changer for me was when I hired a coach, hmm. particularly I hired the Craig Proctor coaching company, and that just changed my life. 
So what that did is they taught me direct response because all of the other brokers, uh, my, my broker at Century 21 would say, well, you've got to do the Mike Ferry way, which mm -hmm. they're calling FISBOs, expires, and uh, you know, door knocking. And you know, that's how you got your leads. And basically all cold calling, which cold calling is just not for me. Mm -hmm. So I came across a, a, an ad from Craig Proctor, seemed interesting, went to the conference, and that's it. So that happened, uh, that was uh, February 2017. So mm -hmm. Craig Proctor was maybe doing one transaction per month. Mm -hmm. Now at this point in time, I've got 22 pendings. My goal this year is 100. That is, that is crazy. Uh, yeah. and has things accelerated this year versus oh, last yes. year or in, in yes. what, what do you think that is like what what's well, the implementation of a program you know the more you implement the more you get right i mean that's like anything in life oh interesting so they're just kind of more than anything else you've been doing it for a couple of years with coaching but they're all right. kind of starting to blossom and and right and, and pay out yeah that's it that is basically because you know it's uh you know you cannot expect to put an ad out there and right. one and have somebody officially you know, yeah i want to buy my house tomorrow i mean it's you're building a relationship with these people you're building a pipeline and that's when you know you've got a business when you've got a lot of endings because right. it's a pipeline because you know you've got to keep on moving not everybody's right to move or to buy a house at this point in time but they may be ready in six months nine months ten months you know so you've got 18 months you know so it depends Got it. And so in terms of your makeup right now, you're, you're set to do a hundred this year, which is incredible. An average price point for you, is it 300 or higher given your, uh, I've got a lot of higher ones. Uh, you know, I just uh, took 15 listings uh, and they're priced between 500 and uh, just under 900. Interesting. Okay. And then, uh, so you're, you're probably going to be hitting 40 million, something like that this year. Uh, Roughly. I would say at least probably 20, 25, you know, at least that, depending on what sells and what doesn't, because I've got some right. of the properties that I sell is also the land. And the land, oh. yeah, so land goes from anywhere from, you know, 10,000 up to 400,000, 500,000. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, is, is, and is land like still in these uh, uh, urban areas or is it further out? No, it's still here, still in the urban areas. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Got it. That's very interesting. So tell us a little bit about what has, um, you know, when COVID hit and the shelter in place took place, like I know Florida was probably one of the net benefactors with a lot of people from the East coast moving to Florida and relocating there. Mm -hmm. Um, so how has it been from that perspective? Like what is the local market like? Versus. It is so busy. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's crazy. I mean, people are, for single family homes, the demand has just skyrocketed. Now for condos, I've seen kind of a slowdown because yeah. this shelter in place came in, all the amenities of the condos were all shut down too. So people yeah. kind of stuck in uh, these small condos. So now what I'm seeing is people wanting to basically upgrade their homes because now most of them are actually working out of their homes. Companies have figured out that you don't need that expensive footprint, commercial footprint. And uh, so they're letting their employees work out of their homes. I've actually had people moving down from New York, New Jersey, and somebody from Texas moving to Florida to our, we're right here in the Cape Coral area. And because they can now work from home and they'd rather, if we do get quarantined again and, uh, you know, stay at home, they'd rather be stay at home here in Southwest Florida 
in the winter time rather than up north. That is very true. Interesting. So, so it's still very competitive. Is it, has it gotten more competitive as the weeks went on or is it kind of the same level these days? Do you see any trends? I've seen a lot of new construction uh, right now. In the 15 that I just mentioned, I just got uh, all new constructions, uh, brand oh, wow. new construction homes and, uh, and we're getting built on golf access lots. And then I just got off the phone with another uh, builder who wants to put up a dozen single family homes, but, uh, you know, more lower price between, you know, price between 250 280 but still a nice home and uh, where people can enjoy before their lifestyle. Interesting. And uh, this might be, a, 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 this is a question I personally have. When you, when you compare the coast of Florida, is there any sort of rivalry <laughs> by chance of uh, someone living on the, like in the Miami side versus someone on the, on the West, like okay, um, it's two different things. I mean, okay. the West coast is more relaxed. Okay. So, I mean, we're not as dense population over here. We don't have all the high rises, uh, like, uh, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale and all that. Uh-huh. So more, you know, lower key over here. I see. Got it. And then how, how would someone choose like your area versus I'm just looking at the map, like a Sarasota or a, uh, St. Petersburg, Tampa, like what are the decision-making criteria as they choose along a very long stretch of the coast? The weather. I mean, you know, in winter time, you can sometimes have a five to 10 degree temperature between Lee County, which is, uh, you know, Cape Coral, Fort Myers and down and, uh, Charlotte County, Sarasota County, Pinellas County, all of those. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference. I mean, if it's, you know, 10 degrees can be the difference of being able to go out by the pool and not. Oh, interesting. So the area that you're at, and I guess technically the, the, the more south you go, right. it'll, it'll stay, it's just significantly warmer. Correct. Yes. Interesting. Got it. And then, so in terms of the geography, like, that is interesting. I'm just looking at the map as we go through it. And I see there's a lot of state parks and natural national wildlife all around. Right. Yeah. It's it's really a nice place to visit and to live. Very and nice. Okay. We don't have state tax also. That's right. That certainly is attractive right, for a lot a nice of people. Benefit, right? <laughs> what, what's the major airport to fly in? Um, okay. Here? So right now, so within uh, by us right now, we've got, uh, for Cape Coral, you've got Fort Myers, which is RSW, and you also have Punta Gorda Airport, all within like 20 minutes from where I live. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, you know, RSW is an international airport. You know, we've got flights coming in from Germany, where we were uh, before pre-COVID. Right now, it's kind of stopped that. But, you know, a lot of Canadians come down here. They love this coast. Do you do you see most of your buyers are by right now? Are they, do they tend to live there? Is it a second home? Is it an investment property? Do you, do you have a breakdown of, of what people, like how they're using it? Most of them right now that are buying is they're relocating here as a primary residence. Interesting. And that's a big change from a few years ago. Correct. And also, I mean, it's, you know, we have really grown. Our town has really expanded. I mean, we're projected in the next few years to go up to about 400,000 people. What is it right now? It's just under 200, around 200,000. Oh, wow. So, so the expectation is going to be doubling. Right. Yes. In short order, interesting. And yeah, you, when and I moved it, here, yeah, I moved here about twenty years ago, and there was hardly anything around me. 
you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was just like, wow. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> interesting. Got it. Okay. That is, uh, yeah, that's certainly interesting. Um, are there many investors that drop by? And if so, like what kind of returns are, are they able to get? So if you buy a $300,000 home, like what kind of rent does that command? You're looking at, depending if it has a pool or not, or where it is located, but you anywhere from 1500 to, you know, $2,500 a month. But then we have a lot of vacation rentals here. So a lot of the investors, I've got a lot of Canadians and Europeans that buy properties here. Now, with the rules, they can only stay here maximum six months per year. So if you have six months, what they do is they rent out a property as a vacation rental, fully furnished. And a lot of them, you know, they can get, uh, you know, at least $5,000, $6,000 per month for that, which actually covers the cost of their um, mortgage if they have a mortgage on the property. So basically, they can buy a property and, uh, you know, just use it when they want to, rent it out the rest of the time and have all the expenses and actually have a mortgage paid by the uh, as a vacation rental. I mean, that clearly seems like a very big value add. Do you offer that kind of property management arm as well, or is it somebody else? I do else not do with? any property management uh, through you know EXP. We do not offer that, but I do deal with other uh, property managers that uh, do help me on that part. Interesting. Okay, cool. And, and you mentioned about the kind of the coaching side, and I think a lot of agents that tune into this show will absolutely love about that uh, aspect. And so you brought up a little bit of the different approaches that, um, that, you know, what you experienced before with Mike Ferry and, and who you're with currently, but I also, you can also share that you are a coach yourself. So there's a lot right. of lessons uh, to be learned. What led you to also, you know, you're doing so much transactions and your, your business is just killing it. Why do the coaching? <laughs> Uh, well, because well. you learn by coaching, you also learn, right? Uh, because you know, I mean, as you progress, sometimes you, you know, you forget to do, you forget to keep on doing something, or you stop doing it to go on to the next shiny object, right? Right. And sometimes, as you coach and get new members, you can actually, it's like, oh my god, why did I stop doing that? Because that actually worked really great. So you reinstate it, and uh, you know, you wrap another fence around it, keep on doing it, put it back on autopilot. So, you know, so that's the thing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, the kind of ads that you want to run and, you know, what you want to trigger, what you, uh, who you want to attract as a client. So it, so I, that's why I like the direct response of marketing technique that the Craig Proctor, uh, you know, invented basically the whole system. His uh, system is just, I mean, it's, uh, and by having systems, you have a business. Mm -hmm. Like what's, um, I know, you know, anybody that wants to learn more can certainly reach out and, 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 and figure out that program, but what's maybe a nugget that you're able to share of, uh, what approach has done way better than you thought it would be, especially during this time. Well, basically, uh, you know, the direct response, having unique selling propositions, because, you know, if you think about it, most realtors, well, what you look at their business card, there's nothing there, right? I mean, it's just right. for the big uh, emblem of our company and that's what they're promoting there's nothing in there for the buyer for the seller so for sellers i my unique selling proposition which is trademarked by uh, craig proctor is your home so guarantee or we'll buy it mm -hmm. so that makes me stand out and for my buyers what i offer them is if they're not happy with this uh, the buy that they the purchase the home that they purchased for me after a year i'll sell it for free so that's that's your USP in your in your case. 
yeah, these are my USPs that I use. So it makes me stand out a little more versus everybody else having the same. Everybody, you know, you tend to get all these cards and mail I'm number one. And, you know, we're all number one. You know, I mean, <laughs> I am number one, right? Being able to be separate, you know, separate yourself from everybody else. Got it. I see. And then when it comes to systems, like what's an example of a system to manage it? Because uh, I'm sure you'll get some requests coming in. Like how, what, what are some of the things that you do uh, to manage that kind of inflow of, of potential clients? Well, so, okay. So when I generate the lead, you know, I process the lead, you know, convert the lead, then, you know, put it into a different category. Uh, they convert, they buy. Uh, and then I put them into my lifetime lifetime customer file, and keep on marketing to them. Interesting. Got it. Okay. What most realtors do, they you know you see them once and uh, they close the deal and that's it. You never see them again. Got it. And is this all taught and trained by the coaching, or is it kind of your own? You also learned. No, that's all coaching. It's all in the coaching. Oh, interesting. Got it. Okay. Cool. And so what are your kind of predictions from a back to kind of real estate? Like what are, how do you see the rest of the year play out? Whether it's in terms of prices and demand, like how is it looking so far? I think, uh, you know, there's people are going to keep on purchasing. They're going to be, I can see this as a move up a uh, year campaign year, meaning that of the people that have been living in their two, three bedroom, two bath, now everybody's working at home. Uh, they suddenly need a larger home with an office. So I see that, uh, you know, happening. And I'm actually, you know, the builders that I'm working with right now, we're all our homes now will have a separate office that we're building. So it's not a bedroom per se, but it's just a den, no, like a den office. office. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. And they're going to be situated right by, you know, front door. So if you are, if you do have to see people or something, you can come right into the front door. Got it. Are most of the designs a uh, single level or are they two stories? We have a lot of single level, uh, you know, and but we do have two stories also. I live in a two story home, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, as people get older in Florida, you know, I mean, the second story is not as good yeah. anymore. Right. And so what is the, the just give people an idea, like you mentioned kind of the average prices, but what kind of square foot are we, are we talking about for $300,000 average home? Uh, for, you know, your uh, three bedroom, two bath, three, uh, you know, two car garage, 300. I mean, you can get to probably around 17, 1800 square feet. No, on water. That is off water. That is off water. Okay. Yeah. On water. How much would that be? Well, that on uh, that size, I mean, you're looking at, you know, right now, I mean, I can pull up in my MLS. You've got, uh, you, you can get a, you know, two bedroom. Uh, you know, two car garage or one car garage, uh, golf access home, but it needs to be completely gutted for around 300, 350. Yeah. Interesting. So once it's fixed up, it's probably 500 or something like that. Yeah, or 450. 500, yeah, yeah. 450 to 500. Yes. And there's a big market in that also because, uh, you know, in the yacht club area of Cape Coral, uh, that was originally founded back in you know, the sixties and, uh, 70s so you've got a lot of these older homes but people are either buying the lot because these are all direct golf access i mean you're within minutes to the river mm -hmm. to the gulf of mexico so what people are doing they're either, either remodeling these homes or they're actually tearing them down and mm -hmm. brand new constructions mm -hmm. got it yeah so interesting yeah are you referring to the gulf harbor yacht and country club 
No, not no, that's over in Fort Myers. I'm looking at oh. right now the Yacht Club area. It's a uh, right off. If you're looking at the map, oh. right, right off the uh, is the uh, Coronado. Okay. Got it. I see. Yeah. I see. And so for, for visitors and I, I you know one day we'll start tra to travel again. I'm not sure when that would be, but whenever that is allowed, like what, what are some of the things that people don't know about um, the local area or what, what are things, what, what are things uh, that people typically do when they come at least from a travel perspective? Well, actually in Cape Cod, we've got one of the most beautiful Western resorts. Okay. Marina Village, and it's a you know there's a it's a nice uh, marina. Of course, you've got the large boats there, right on the water. I mean, it's just beautiful view, great resort, and uh, we have a lot of people that come from all over the world there usually. But you know, this time we only are basically seeing a lot of people from the East Coast coming over to our coast because we are open over here. Where Miami Dade is closed down right now, they cannot mm. and everything. We can do that. So our beaches are very popular. Uh, we've got some nice, uh, you know, walking trails, some nice parks. Uh, you know, boating is uh, really popular here. Interesting. Got it. Is it boating just to see things uh, or is it also like fishing or a combination of fishing, boats? Yes. So you can go deep, uh, deep water fishing. There's a lot of charters on that. So oh. we're just a few minutes away from, I mean, from my house, I can be on Sanibel, Captiva. I can be at Fort Myers Beach, all with less than half an hour. Very nice. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think my audience was able to learn a, a whole lot about the area. I, I certainly have not uh, seen. I've heard of Fort Myers, but I, I have not seen. I know. I mean, it's crazy. Everybody knows about Fort Myers. I'm like, wait, we're so much bigger than Fort Myers. <laughs> really? Is it? Well, wh why do you think? Why do you think people? know of Fort Myers more like did they do a better marketing campaign or what was well, the reason okay, so see Cape Coral was more of a bedroom community we don't have any industry or anything like that so that's starting to change a little but you know it was just like people you know would live here and work in Fort Myers got it I see does but Fort Myers does Fort Myers have much more taller buildings I suppose uh, yeah not that many uh not you many either gated communities over in uh, Fort Myers than you do in Cape Coral because you know I mean we've got uh, we've got a few gated communities but most of it is water that's what we're known for you know got a lot it. of people have a boat in the backyard and uh, you know it's just a swimming pool boat you know so that's kind of a lifestyle fishing from the dock got it I see very interesting yeah, very interesting I see. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, oh, for covering you know all this information. Like I said, a lot of people I think will will be interested, uh, whether it's from a relocation perspective, possibly from an investment perspective. Given right. given there is a lot of momentum moving, um, especially to Florida for various reasons. Uh, so, what are the different ways of people to get in touch with you? Whether it's to learn about the local market or also from your coaching, like what's the best way of People connect. Oh, they can uh, call me or text me at 239-357-8787. That's usually the easiest way to get a hold of me because I get bombarded by emails and, uh, you know, that kind of gets lost sometimes. So, you know, call me, text me at 239-357-8787. Or you can visit my website, which is SuzanneVassFinder.com, and you can explore the uh, area from the website. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for your time and thank you for the audience for tuning in to another episode. I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area 
are a homeowner looking to do a trade-up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.